Oh, it's you again. Oh, oh, it's you again. It's always you. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Lee Jackson here, America's Finest Watchman. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for learning. You're so smart. You are so smart. It's amazing. Amazing people. Okay, so <clears throat> last time we were talking about Omega, and I got to tell you, I'm absolutely bowled over by the amount of pre-owned Omega stuff that's out there. It is just mind-boggling, in my opinion. I am so surprised. So surprised. There's just tons of stuff. So if you really wanted to collect and have fun and not break the bank, you could just be buying Omegas all day long. And eventually you can always sell them and you can move up in line, you know, to evolve into something a little better. But I'm looking, I'm in the 400 plus range and there's tons of stuff, tons of stuff. My gosh, if you're smart, you can buy so much. Like here's a beautiful Geneve automatic Omega 396. That's not bad. Quartz 422. Um, Seamaster Cosmic, which is a real nice badge shaped. Beautiful 448. There's another one just like it. 448 and stainless. One's gold plated. I see a lot of the old flat bezel constellations, which are thinner because they're quartz. And I see a lot of them here. 448. It's the same watch as of today, except they're a little thicker and they have uh, dagger hands where the old ones had like stick hands. That's it. I mean, you could probably change it over. I got a feeling if you knew somebody who knew what to do, they could probably change it over. So all these are typical Omega, Seamaster, Cosmic. Um, some of them have no name. They're all very similar in quality and whether the collectability. Now, if you want to get to more collectible Omegas, you want to look for the Constellation because that's their best. And you want to look for Seamaster, something that has the name on it, or Speedmaster if you're looking at a chronograph. We haven't got that far. We're just looking at regular timekeepers yet. We haven't got to that yet. But I'm seeing so many. Just service to beautiful DeVille. 33 mil. You got to look at the size. That's very important. Is it going to be too small? Is it plated? Like here's an Omega DeVille watch quartz with plaque. P-L-A-Q-U-E. And that means plated. Gold plated. And it looks great. 399. Looks like a brand new watch with a calendar. It's got stick hands. It's quartz. What the hell for an everyday nice watch? How are you going to beat that? That's a very nice watch. I mean, look, you can get them much cheaper than this. If you go back and look at the less expensive stuff, it's there. I'm telling you, I've seen it. It's all there. You just have to pick on what you want. And there's so many choices. You should not have a problem getting what you want. Because if you don't get one, there's another one right behind it. That's the beauty of having lots of stuff, you know, that's up for sale. It's great. Now, um, I'm looking at one with a Mickey Mouse dial. Now, there are these fake Mickey Mouse dials, and this, to me, looks like one of them. Uh, somewhere, I think, I have a feeling it's India's making these dials. And they have this weird-looking Mickey Mouse on them, and they stick them on just about anything. And you can tell because it's refinished. It's not an original dial. So, I mean, if you like Mickey Mouse... Okay, and sometimes they look like Mickey Mouse, but not exactly, so they won't get sued for copyright infringement. So you got to keep that in mind, too. Okay, so I'm seeing tons of Omegas. Geneve, 
Devils, those are the less expensive. Then you get the really strange looking, you know, weird eyeball looking ones. I love those cosmic. Um, the Polaris is a nice looking watch. Very interesting. It's quartz. It's bulky. They're very 70s looking. So you want something that's classic unless you like that 70s bold kind of bubbly looking look because there's lots of those around. And Omega was never one to fancy up their watches, the dials and stuff. They were very austere, nice, clean dials, plain, clean dials. And I'm seeing the same sort of things at, at $2,000 that you could buy for $400, $300. You just have to be discerning and careful what you buy. And I haven't seen a lot of solid golds at this price. So if I did see them, I would tell you. But there's some, here's a really strange, like a television looking dial. Omega DeVille wristwatch with a steel case. Very strange looking. 34.5 millimeter. Nice, four and a quarter. How are you going to beat that? 33.5 millimeter, another Geneve. Oh, here's a really, here's a bumper, but it's got a terrible dial. The dial is really in bad shape. And it's small, 32 millimeter. You've got to look at the size You because I know what's going to happen. You're going to buy something. You're going to say, this is great. You get all excited. You wait for the dumb thing to show up. When it shows up, it's too small. And you go, why did I even do this? And you feel like an idiot. So don't do that. Be careful. Here's my watch. Omega Geneve Dynamic Men's Watch Dial with Blue Dial 6070s. Looks like an eyeball looking at you. It looks like the CBS eyeball. It's the coolest looking watch. And I've seen a couple of them up here with a leather strap, which I told you hooks into the back of the cover, which is really bad because you have to use their strap or they have a metal band that looked better. I kind of like that too. Um, I'm still in the $400 range. Constellations is another beautiful constellation. If you want an everyday watch and you don't care about antiques and all that, get an Omega Quartz Constellation with the bracelet. They're really nice looking. You got to be careful though. You got to get the right size because it's very hard to get the links. Like here's one dials bad though. See if the dials bad and you have to redial, you could redial in any color or design really you want. So if you get a constellation, it's got a, a stainless steel watch, which is silver looking with a plain silver dial. It's kind of dead looking. You could turn that into a blue dial, a red dial, you could turn it into a golden dial, black. You could do a lot of different things with it because it needs to be redialed anyhow. The one I'm looking at, not all, just the one I'm looking at. So I'm still in the $400 range and I'm still finding, I mean, tons of stuff. Here's bracelets, but they want a lot of money for a bracelet. Here's an interesting dynamic quartz. This is an interesting looking bugger. I've never seen this before. Yeah, it's got that weird dial, but it's kind of looks more like a Concord Saratoga than a original Cosmic 450, but it's a little bizarre looking. But I'm telling you, Omega was, they did some very strange designs, very futuristic, kind of overblown looking. And there's a market for that. People love that stuff. I mean, I bought one back then and I loved it. It was so different and so bizarre that I loved it. Okay, so I'm rounding the bend in the high 400s, and I'm trying to see if there's anything really exciting. Like, here's a, here's a new Omega Constellation, two-tone. They said list is 88.50, and you can buy it. This is, I guess, new. You can buy it on sale for $5,425. You could buy almost the same watch 
for between $400 and $800. The difference is, again, it's older. It's not as big. This is 38 millimeters, so it's a little, they made them a little larger now. It's not quite as big. It's more flat, and it's quartz. It's not automatic, and you'd save a ton of money. And you're going to tell me anybody know the difference? It's only I would or you would. Most people, they look at it. They don't know the difference. It all looks the same. People don't look at your watch like you look at others. I look at everybody's watch. Every time I'm walking on the street or I meet somebody, the first thing I look at is their watch. To me, that is the telltale sign, who and what I'm dealing with. Now, here's another interesting one. We talked about this. Omega Constellation Chronometer F300. That F300 is the, uh, the tone that it's running at because it's an Accutron. It has a tuning fork. So that's 300 hertz is the tone that the tuning fork is making, believe it or not. Now, they're cool watches. We put them, put them in your ear, really loud. But who's going to work on it and parts? That's a problem. Keep that in mind. If you buy one of those, you could have problems with it. you got to think about the future. Quartz can be changed. I don't know about 50 years from now, but right now you could still get quartz movements. But mechanicals, they'll always have parts. And if not, they can make them. Uh, I know a watchmaker who makes most of his parts. He doesn't even buy them. If he can't find them, he'll make it. And the guy does phenomenal. So you got to think about what you're getting now. I'm still, I'm in the $450, $500 range. I'm trying to skip around. Uh, like here's a nice, here's a really nice one. Omega, con con excuse me, Omega Constellation Chronometer Men's Watch used. It's the bad shape. So it's, it's in the 70s. It's a big watch. It has a flat bracelet. Omega looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like a Rolex Jubilee bracelet if you flatten the links almost. So it's not a great looking bracelet. It's okay. I don't think it's bad. Um, it's got 39 millimeter in width with the crown. That's pretty decent size. Now this person's saying there's scratches on the glass. So what do you do? Okay, that's a problem. It says overhauler is required. So right away, this is a quartz movement. Right away, I know it needs a crystal because the crystal's all scratched. And if it's really bad, it needs a crystal. Now, is it plastic or is it um, sapphire? Don't know. Um, but I'm looking at this watch and it's for sale and it's scratched to hell. I mean, they didn't even take out the scratches and buff it. I would take all of that out. It's for me, not a it's standard procedure for me. Yeah, it's got a regular quartz movement. It's got a nice dial, like a linen silver dial. It's a bad shape, but man, this thing needs a buff super bad. And I don't know what the length of the band is. Let's see if I can figure it out. But it's very important. And if they don't tell you, it says, uh, doesn't say. Nope, doesn't say. No, 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 does not say. So that would be the first thing that I would be asking is what is the length of the bracelet? Unless you want to take the bracelet off and have the watch without, but then why would you want to pay the money for that? So you got to think about these things. Um, here's a beautiful Omega DeVille. This is a gold-plated watch. Remember, I don't like that, but it's a beautiful dress watch, super slim. It looks like 80s, really nice, 460 bucks, and you have an Omega. Same one that's going for 10, 20,000. So you got an Omega on your wrist for near nothing, really. There's lots of them. Lots of them. But me, I would take something classic if I were buying one of these. Like here's a Seamaster, but this is kind of weird looking. 
it's kind of squarish. It's quartz. It's got the day and the date. Looks more like a Seiko than a uh, Omega. 35 millimeter wide without crown. So it's a decent size, but it's like a TV dial almost. Not not super strange, but it's quartz. It's early quartz. Are they any better than newer quartz or worse? That's a good question that I really don't know the answer to. I think they're okay. I don't think they have improved quartz that much in the last 30, 40 years. They, the one thing I do know, when you buy an older watch, whether it's Omega or anything else and it's quartz, they eat up the batteries faster in the old days. Today, the batteries last longer. Big deal. I know, not that big of a deal, is it? Not for me, at least. Okay, so we have to take a break here in a minute as soon as I can find this. We're going to take our first break of the day and we'll be right back. Now, if you have anything that you want to contribute, I am at LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com. Please keep it nice and clean. If you have something really nasty to say, please don't because I'm not going to answer you. I only want to talk about positive things. I'm happy to help. I'm doing this out of really out of the goodness of my heart. Um, I don't have to share all my secrets going back 50 years with everybody, but I really enjoy it. It's fun. Get it out on paper, get it out for posterity. You know, I'm about to tell you when I come back from the break, I'm about to tell you a really good something. So stay tuned be right back. Um, I'm not going very far. We're just going to take a quickie break here as soon as I can. And then more fun and more excitement coming up. Okay, so my, all right, let's just take a quick break here since I can't do this. I can't get my music to queue up. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Okay, break's over. Break is over, baby. No more breaks. Uh, okay, so let's go back to Omegas. I was I was looking at some more expensive Omegas. I'm around 500. I mean, there's so much stuff, my God. So much stuff. I would have problems, honestly, deciding what I want. And you got to think about this. Are you buying to collect? Are you buying to sell? Are you buying to amass Omegas? What are you trying to do? Because there are so many, which is good for the collector because it just means that there were a lot produced and there's a lot running around on the pre-owned market. And that's good. It's good for us, bad for them. Here's a beauty. Here's a man's silver dial quartz men's constellation by Omega. It's from my guy over in Japan who I do recommend. It's got the flat link bracelet. It's a beautiful look. It really is. And I'm telling you, it's the same as the new ones, except they're automatics. These are quartz. Um, how long is the case size is 33 millimeters. So they were small. They are now 38 wrist size is 6.9 inches. So that's not good because if you have a bigger wrist than that, you may have problems finding links because this is the old bracelets, not the newer one and finding links. I'm sure they're available, but remember you're looking at a picture of something. Is it going to be exactly the same? I don't know. I do not. This guy's got two of them for the same price. Unbelievable. He's got another one. Yep. He's got an exact duplicate of it. Let's see how long this one is. Same thing, 6.9. So I don't get it. Whatever. He was good to deal with. If you ever want to know who it is, you can drop me a line or call or 
text me on my, I shouldn't say email me on Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. And I will disclose the man's name, the company name. Okay. Here's a beauty. This is a beauty. Looks like rose gold. I'm trying to get a picture, better picture of it to see what it is. It's coming from another country. It's coming from Pakistan. Yes, it's a rose gold. It's got a bad dial. Beautiful rose gold case. I don't I have a feeling it's not real. It's probably plate. Let's take a look. Yep, gold plating. 38 millimeter. Perfect size. It's a big watch with sub seconds, but needs work. The dial needs to be redone. The hands need to be cleaned or redone. It needs a bit of work, but it's a beauty. Manual wine, too. It's not an automatic. And most Omegas are automatics or quartz. So it's a good one. Here's a Seamaster Cosmic. I want to find the better ones. I want to try to get to another level here. There's tons of these things. My God, if I were going to wear just one watch every single day and and I wanted a decent name on my wrist. I didn't want to have to spend a fortune. It's a great way to go. Great way to go. Okay, this looks like a modern Seamaster. It's got an engine turned bezel. It's kind of formed looking. It's quartz. I've never seen this one before. And they want 450. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Here's that South Korea again with those really cool looking dials. Ice blue dial. Uh, DeVille and they have the most gorgeous reprinting of the dial I've seen. Really nice. Okay, here's a two-tone. This is a really nice one. This is a chronometer. And what else has it got? I think it's got day-date on it. It's a constellation. Yeah, day-date. Yep. It needs work. Constellation two-tone, which means it's real gold on the bezel. And then the bracelet is stainless and it's scratched really to hell. I mean, it doesn't show well at all. See, I wouldn't let anything go like this. I would fix it. And the guy's got papers with it, too. Where is this from? Japan. It's a nice piece. Battery need to be repaired. No guarantee. But it's a nice one. It's got the, it's got two sub-registers. One's got the day spelled out, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. The other's got 1 to 31. That's a nice one. But remember, these are going to be smaller. If you're a big man and you like really big-looking watches, this is not for you. If you're a collector, get ready to wear smaller watches too, because the older ones are smaller, period. Yes, you can find bigger, but you got to really look hard because they just weren't making them. I guess people didn't want that. Um, now, here's a Constellation Day Day Two Tone. They want $10,595. I just looked at one similar. What was it? 500 Under 500 bucks. So there's the spread. That's what you should be doing is exploiting that spread and getting in there and buying for the lower amount instead of paying the big bucks. Here's another one. Here's another one. Stainless steel. It's my guy in Japan, 498. Needs a good, yeah, needs a buff bad. The bezel's pretty, bezel's pretty scratched, but that's easily repaired. Band looks good. Yeah, the band looks really good. The band doesn't have scratches, just the bezel. So that's easy to fix. And he wants 498. Let's see what the length of it is. About oh, 6.1 inches. So that means in my book, a woman's been wearing this. And to find those links, not easy. So uh, that's a problem. That is something to consider. I got to tell you, definitely something to consider when you're buying. Because what if? Here's another one. Black bezel. What the hell is this one? Another, con another constellation. 
Um, oh, this one's in sad shape. Yeah, this one's bad. Yeah, it's got like an enamel bezel. It's all lifting. Forget it. This one's rough. I don't like it. Now, why do you want to buy somebody else's headache? You know, you're going to try to buy the best you can and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get duds. So why, if you see it's a dud, why waste your time? My time and money are better spent elsewhere. Um, flat bezel. We looked at that one already. I'm just blown away by how many Omegas there are. You could go completely crazy looking at Omegas and buying and just doing Omegas. And the reason, again, is because there's just so many. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. I promised before the break. If you want to be able to clean watches yourself, here's what I recommend. Now, remember, you have to be really careful when you do this. If it's a modern watch that's water resistant and has a sapphire crystal, I don't care the bake. You take an old toothbrush, you take some hand soap, and you give it a quick once over on both sides with the hand soap. When you run it under either run underwater for like a second and then dry it really quick so the water doesn't get in or use a wet towel and wipe off the uh, soap and you do the same thing in the bracelet bracelet's not a big deal because there's nothing it's not going to get into the bracelet and hurt it so you know, bracelet you'll be amazed the dirt that comes out of a metal bracelet do not mess with leather straps or, or crock or any of that you don't have to mess with those they are fine um, they're not metal. Metal, for some reason, gets your sweat and dirt gets into it. It gets in between the links. And then it's a, when you see what comes out, you'll be blown away. All this black stuff comes out. Looks really terrible. That's one way to clean. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the better way. Now, here's a modern Seamaster strap on the James Bond Seamaster. This is just the metal bracelet. They want $490. Those of you sitting back saying, why would I pay that when I can get a whole watch for that? I understand. But if you have a more modern Seamaster, they're going for around five grand. So 500 for a band is not that big of a deal. It's all relative. I've said it many times. It's like buying a Rolls Royce and screaming when they want to charge you 5,000 to do the brakes. Shouldn't have bought it in the first place if that was a problem. All right, here's a beauty. I got to see this one. This is $426. This is absolutely beautiful. But what I want to know, it's a rose gold constellation bad shape, which is a bigger watch. It's got the date. It is uh, automatic, which is exactly what you want. Let's see the size because it looks pretty big. 1966. It's 34 millimeters without the crown. So that's a decent size. It's beautiful. But I, what I want to know it has an in-house caliber 561 automatic movement, which is a really good movement. And I want to know if this is plated or is this a gold shell? So what you do is you look at the back of the watch and you look at the sides of the case from the back and you see stainless. And then you see a thin layer of gold around the stainless. And what that is, is called a gold shell. Rolex did it. Omega did it. Those are the two biggies I've seen do this. It is a thick layer of gold on the top only. The back is stainless. Screw on back with the observatory on the back, which is the constellation. That's their logo. And it's a gold shell. So what does that mean? It's very thick gold. It's not like plating, which is very thin. This is like three, four, five times the thickness. I forgot. It's been so many years. I once figured it all out. But it's thick. It's like a shell of gold. So it wears like gold. It looks like gold. You can buff it. 
You just don't want to buff really deep, 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 but you can buff it just like gold because it is gold. And that's a great way to get a gold watch for no money. Because remember this plate, it's not plated. It's not going to fall off. It's really thin gold. It's been laid over the stainless steel. And there are Rolexes. They get big money for the Rolexes. But this one is absolutely beautiful. It's a rose gold top. It's a bad shape. It looks original. It's in beautiful condition. I mean, really nice. Big use a little buff. No biggie. Well, you can wear it just the way it is. Beautiful. Omega Automatic Officially Certified Chronometer Constellation. It's got the date. It's 30, what do you say? 33, 34 millimeters. So it's good size, decent size. Or was it bigger? Wait a minute. Let me look again. I'm sorry. I forgot. It's a, yeah, it says it's a Gerald Genta design C-shaped case. So Genta is one of the greatest designers in the history of watches. He has his own company now. He's the guy that did the Royal Oak. He's done a bunch. So it is 34. So it's not going to be huge. It's going to be smaller, but nice. I mean, I would take that in a minute. And people are bidding on it too, by the way. That's not the final price. It's going to go much higher because that is a watch people want. And if you want to get a good deal, buy something people don't want. Because you can fix it up. Either it's in bad shape or needs something, or it's just a model that people don't want. Too small, too big. I don't know. But remember, you're going to have trouble selling it if people don't want it when you buy it. They're not going to want it when you sell it. So if you keep it, who cares? Okay, here is an Omega Gold Filled Bumper. I want to take a look at it. Yeah, this is a typical 50s. It's in bad shape. It's too rough. Nope, the case is really rough. $4.99. I wouldn't touch it. I want something better for my money. Thank you. Um, not for me. So let's keep going. I'm trying to look for gold. I'm trying to look for more chronographs. We haven't got that far. Like here's an Omega tank, gold filled, lousy looking dial. They want 500 bucks. That to me is a bit much. I don't want a gold tank. I want a solid gold tank or I'd like stainless. Gold plated for me is a non-starter. Okay. So the next trick I was going to tell you, actually the next thing I was going to let you in on, you buggers, is how to clean a watch when it's really messed up. I'm going to give you the greatest trick ever. You ready? You go to a hardware store that has what's called a Dremel Moto tool. It's a little handheld, almost like a drill, but you can put different attachments on it, like uh, sanding, and there's all kinds of stuff you can do with it. You got to be careful. But that's how I started buffing was with a Dremel Moto tool. And you got to be careful because you can burn it really bad, the uh, watch. But if you look, they have all kinds of attachments in these little plastic, like little, almost like jars. They're little round cylinders full of stuff. And they have one that's red. And I don't remember, it's like a rust color, what it says. But what it is is red rouge. And rouge is what you use to buff. So Dremel put that out. You're supposed to take your moto tool. You put on an attachment that I think it's a cotton top attachment or something. You dip it in that stuff and it's hard. It's like a harder than a paste. You dip it in there, get a little on your drill bit or a tip, your cotton tip, and then do the watch. But what I used to do was I would take that, I put it in another container so people didn't know what it was. And I would take a towel or a, a buffing cloth or something 
rub it on the top because friction makes it kind of melt a little bit and gets on your thing. And then just wipe it on the material. Give it a good wipe. You'll see all this black and stuff come off. You don't have to do anything. That's it. And then wipe it, wipe it, try to get it off as much as you can without putting it underwater. And the only reason I say I don't put it underwater is because if you're doing an older watch, you do not want to put it underwater because once water gets in there, you're messed up. It needs a full overhaul and everything. You don't want to do that. So if you just use that stuff on a towel, wipe it on, you know, kind of vigorously and then take the other side of the towel or a clean towel and then wipe it off and get off as much of the residue as you can. You'll be blown sideways what this will do to your watch. Absolutely blown sideways. I used to amaze people. Give me your watch. I would take my towel, my little rubbing towel out and the, uh, the, the rouge. I don't know what they call it. It's Dremel. It's rust red. It's solid in this little small, it looks like, uh, like 10 dimes put together in a stack or 10 nickels. It's a little bitty thing, but it's really cool and it works really, really well. And I just gave you one of the best ideas ever. How's that? gave you one of my favorite ideas. Okay, so we are coming to the end of the show. I do thank you for listening. This is your favorite crazy signing off. Lee Jackson, thank you so much. Keep those cards, letters, everything coming. <sighs> Love you to death. Thanks again, everybody. Bye.